With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Get More Business Show, the cure for makeshift marketing. I'm your host, Melody Campbell. And on this weekly podcast, we'll cover the latest online marketing strategies and tactics that work for the local brick and mortar business today. Whether you have a new or established business, this weekly podcast will provide a plain English explanation and application for the local business owner. The Get More Business Show is brought to you by thesmallbusinessguru.com, a full-service digital marketing agency. Weekly episodes with show notes can be found at thesmallbusinessguru.com forward slash podcast. Hey there, mighty entrepreneurs, boss ladies, boss man, whatever you are forging your path ahead of you and you got your own business. I am talking to you today. So today on the Get More Business show, uh, and by the way, I'm Melody Campbell, the small business guru. Guru is your guide to get more business. Today, I'm talking about one of the aspects of my business growth formula. So what is my business growth formula? It is as simple as a math equation. Solve for X. And the math equation is A plus B equals X. And so X is, the, is what you do know. It's what's your profit, you know, what profit you want to get to with the revenue number or your growth percentage. You get to decide. So let's just say that your X is going to be your first $100,000 in business. It could be your first $1 million in business. Or I know someone who's using, uh, she's actually um, uh, my mentor, and I got a, a, a vision for this business formula from her, and that's Brooke Castillo. And she does a, some variation of this, um, and she does $25 million. So this um, business model, it, it works for every stage that you are um, in your business. So it's A plus B equals X. And what you want to do is solve for X. So what you do in the A side and the B side should get you to your goal, which let's say, you know, like I said, it's let's say your first $100,000 in business. So the A side is everything that can, is, is the math side. It's everything that can be counted, quantified, and is scalable. So it's like taking the count and multiplying it, that's scalable. So it's who are you marketing to? Whose problem are you solving? That's, you know, is that market big enough? Is there enough people in your market? Is it too big so nobody's listening to you? It's too generalized. Um, where and how are you connecting with your market? Are you providing value ahead of time? How often do you do that? In how many ways can you do that? That's all countable and scalable. And then when you're providing value ahead of time, 
are you making offers? So the more value you provide ahead of time, the more opportunity you have to make an offer, which is, you know, shh, don't tell anybody. That's really just making sales. But it's making sales to an audience that already has an interest in your product or service. They're part of your tribe. And then finally, delivering on that offer. And the B side of the equation, because remember I said A plus B equals X. X is your financial goal. So the B side is your mind side. So it's math, which is your A side, and your mind, which is the B side. And a lot of times, in fact, at every new level, you're going to have some mental and emotional challenges, and you'll also get stronger. So you might try something new, maybe recording a podcast is something that's new for you, and you'll feel a little bit like, oh my gosh, nobody's going to listen to me. What if nobody likes what I have to say? What if I'm boring? What if nobody likes the sound of my voice? You might say, I don't have enough time. I'm too busy. You might say, you know what? Learning all this on how to do a podcast, it's confusing and I'm overwhelmed. It's new and I'm unfamiliar. Those are the things that kind of happen in your brain. And not everybody's exactly the same, but everybody has some realm that's outside of their comfort zone and they might have these moments and sometimes it's you know continuously throughout the day or every morning when you wake up or every night when you go to bed your brain is racing and you have these moments of self-doubt and the better you get at managing what's happening in your brain because your primitive brain is is designed to keep you safe and it's going to keep you inside your comfort zone but things don't happen. Great success doesn't happen inside your comfort zone. It happens when you grow and you stretch yourself and you might get some things wrong. You might be uncomfortable, but it, but that's what you need to do to grow. So it's the A side and the B side, which will get you to X. Um, so what we're going to talk about today in this formula is providing value ahead of time. And if you notice, last week I talked about your market. Who are you marketing to and whose problem are you solving? And now I'm completely skipping where and how are you connecting with your market. And I'm going to go straight to providing value ahead of time. We will come back to where and how you are connecting with your market. But today it's all about uh, providing and offering value ahead of time. So once you've already kind of identified who your ideal prospect is, who is it, whose problem does your product or service solve, you want to begin to share the value that you have for them before they ever do business with you. Because this is going to give you an opportunity to create awareness in that audience, and it'll give you the opportunity to share head-turning content. An analogy that I like to use for this is um, imagine being in a room where two people have, uh, two other people, maybe one other person, has your same name. So my name, of course, is Melody, and I'm a part of a B&I group, and we meet every Tuesday at uh, 7 a.m. is when the meeting officially starts, and there's another business owner there, and her name is Melody. 
And so whenever somebody says, hey, Melody, we both just turn our head and look because our names are Melody and it's relevant and, you know, it, it, it makes sense. That name, that word is relevant to me. I recognize it. It could be the whole room could be noise. But if somebody says my name, I'm going to, I'm, chances are I'm, I'm probably going to hear it and turn my head. And another analogy that I like to use is, um, I have kids, they're all adults now, but when they were little and I used to take them to the park, I could be sitting on the bench close by the, the, the swings or the play structure, whatever they were doing. I'd be nearby maybe with their dad or with a friend of mine and we'd be chatting and, you know, just noise, kids noise in the background. But if I heard mom, my head would turn and didn't matter whose voice it was, I would turn and look because that is relevant head turning content to hear a child's voice yell mom is going to get my attention and what you want is the value that you share ahead of time you want it to uh, to be head turning content you want for people who are interested in weight loss or in business building or in um, protecting their assets and 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 planning for how, you know, the protection of their assets for their estate. When you share information on any of those topics, you want the right people to turn their head and show interest in what you have to offer. And it is in the consistent sharing that you're going to develop this tribe. And they're going to start tuning in on a regular basis to your content and they'll give you feedback. Um, you know, some of it's just going to be, they're going to be haters and they might be critical and you can, you know, take it with a grain of salt and decide if you need to take their criticism to improve your, your delivery. But some of it is going to be, there's going to be questions like, well, you know, what about this? And how about that? And, oh, this is what happened to me. And, oh my gosh, that's just exactly what I needed to hear. That kind of feedback is going to help you to get better at delivering this content and this value ahead of time. So what do I mean by sharing value ahead of time? So this might be your social media posts, your Facebook lives, your LinkedIn videos. It might be a little bit more content than just short posts and and photographs or a short video. You might write up a whole blog post. You might do what what I'm doing here is share a podcast where it's a short, maybe, you know, I've seen them as short as five or six minutes, which some of those are really great nuggets. I tend to like to binge listen and I want like good, solid content, minimum 28 to 35, 45 minutes. Um, I like one, two hour ones as well. I like listening to audio books, but I can't, it's going to kind of depend on you and what you have the time for and your audience. So some people in your audience are going to just want those quick nuggets and they'll listen to them on their way to work in the morning and they don't really have time to listen for a half an hour to an hour. They just want that five or six minutes before they get to work. That's perfect. You and your market can kind of you know, you'll, you'll be able to understand or read what your market needs. If, if you don't know, ask. Get on social media and ask and say, would you rather just have short, quick tips that are just five or six minutes every morning or, you know, once a day, however much, or once a week? Or would you rather have longer, more substantive content that you can listen to 
when you're, you know, driving the kids to school or on your way to an appointment or traveling, you know, between communities, whatever. Um, and then you might also do uh, YouTube videos. And this is, you know, got the whole visual component. Um, sometimes what I will do is I will listen to podcasts, but if I can't find somebody or I've got caught up on all my favorite podcasts, I might then go to YouTube and listen to YouTube while I'm driving. Now, obviously, I can't watch the videos, so sometimes I'm not even looking at the video, but the audio content is still really valuable to me. Uh, but other times when, uh, you know, it's the end of my day and I'm sitting down and relaxing, I'm eating dinner, so instead of watching Netflix, you know, which is a little more... Um, you know, casual entertainment, I might want to watch a business video on YouTube and that's a little more um, instructional. The other thing that you can use, um, especially like YouTube videos are, YouTube is the number two search engine. So number one is Google and owned by Google is YouTube. And the number two search engine is is YouTube. And YouTube is great for how-to you know, so, um, like, you know, how to, how to change the belt on my vacuum cleaner or how to change the cartridge on my printer or how to drop, take out the background on an image, you know, so there's lots of how to's. And so if your business lends itself well to showing how to, then YouTube is a great resource for that. It's like putting your information in, um, you, you know, in, in the number two search engine and your information will get found and um, you can, that'll draw traffic because you're in the, in the body of the post below the video, you're going to want to share links to all the places they can find you in social media, links to your website. Now, some of those little short, you know, like how to change a cartridge on your printer, you might not get followers from that. Um, but if you're sharing the kind of content that they're going to, it's not just a one-off, but it's going to be content that builds, um, like how to build your business using search engine optimization, you know, and they're going to maybe want to listen to a whole series of videos on that. That's an excellent way to share value ahead of time. And with this content, no matter how you share it, where it's, whether it's social media, your blog posts on your um, website, your podcast, YouTube videos, some of the things that you, this content will do for you is it's going to create awareness. Awareness, the general public will listen, potentially. Depend, you, know, you also want to share it, but let's just say you get, you get found in search. That means people that are looking for what you have to offer, your product or your service, it's going to make them aware of you as a person who can solve that problem or fulfill that desire. And again, you want to provide head-turning content. They say, yep, that's exactly what I'm looking for. That is so relevant to me. You can ask for and receive feedback. You want to get engagement. Social media is a great place to do that. And depending on how you, um, when you do a post, uh, for on social media, you don't want to just inform them. You want engagement. So a lot of times you'll, you'll ask questions. You'll ask for their opinion. You will, um, 
ask for uh, ask for their feedback. And I'm going to do a whole other um, episode on that kind of engagement. I came across some really great information. This lady is masterful at it. In fact, I should probably ask her, um, invite her to be a guest on my show if she has the time. She has a group um, on Facebook, a mom group, and off the top of my head, I don't remember her name. I just heard the podcast this morning. And I want to say that her group is something like 20,000 moms, moms in business. And so she was talking about the different strategies for posts that she used to get engagement and how she used that engagement to seed the conversation with maybe the rollout of a book or a product or something that she was doing. And just it's like the conversation was already started around this topic and so when she announced her new rollout it just resonated because first of all she was getting feedback with the conversation that was being shared in the group and then it was also top of everybody's mind and so people were like oh well look here's the answer here's what i this is exactly what i've been looking for so i'm gonna do a um an episode on just that topic and that will give you some insight on how you can create a very engaging social media presence for your business. But for now, this episode is all about preparing the value ahead of time. So it's a it's kind of a, a level up, it's big view of all the different platforms on sharing the value of your product or service. The other thing that you're able to do is build familiarity. People will start hearing your message. And I always recommend that you share um, a system or a process or your particular model. What's your point of view on that product or service? Because then when they hear it anywhere else, they're going to be like, oh, that is, you know, when they hear the business growth formula solve for X, they're going to, oh, that's Melody's formula. That's the one she shares. Now, it's not like I invented it. It's just kind of, you know, it's it's some best practices that I've just kind of grouped into um, a method of pre- presenting so it's really easy to follow. It's easy to determine where you might be off course with your business. Are you, you know, are you not sharing value ahead of time? Well, maybe that's why you're not... Uh, you're having a low opportunity to to send out offers and your market isn't very engaged with you because you're not providing value ahead of time. So when you hear that type of thing, if I've done my job right and I'm sharing regularly, my tribe, my audience will become familiar with that message and I will hear feedback from them and further develop my message around their feedback, but my message will begin to resonate with them. It's like we're in tune, we're in harmony with each other, so that when I do make an offer, it will be a natural next step to how they're engaging with me and my information. The other thing is when you share value ahead of time, you have the opportunity to demonstrate your knowledge or expertise. So that's one of the things that I'm doing here with the Get More Business show is, you know, I could try to get on the phone with a a prospect and say, let me share with you everything I know about this particular topic, but, you know, They might be really kind at first and say, no, thank you, I don't have time. Uh, But 
you know, they might hang up on me because, you know, they don't want me to just talk their ear off for 30 minutes. So by doing a podcast, one of the ways that I offer value ahead of time, they can listen at their own convenience. And if my message is relevant, they can tune into it every week or on the occasion when they have a chance to listen to it and they can learn from it and go, oh, okay, that makes sense. I've designed it so that they can take action with or without me. So it's totally valuable, standalone information. Or they can connect with me and either coach with me or they can hire me to execute this process for them on their behalf. Or I can come in and train their staff and their staff can do it. But if all they do is listen to my podcast, they can learn this simple um, formula for growing their business using an online presence. So business growth is as simple as solve for X. And if they go down the A side, you know, who are you marketing to? How are you in front of them? Where are you in front of them? Offering value ahead of time, making offers and excellent delivery. They can do that on their own. And if they hear all the nuances of what I do and how I do it, they can take action on their own. Or when I make an offer, they can take me up on it and hire me. So that gives me the opportunity to demonstrate my knowledge and expertise ahead of time. And then when I share my podcast into social media, that gives me a chance to sell myself without selling myself because I can say, hey, you want to know about how to build your own tribe? and how to gather people around you that are potential buyers that fall in love with your information and they already uh, have a growing um, awareness of your knowledge and expertise so that when you make an offer, they become customers. You do that by sharing value ahead of time. So when I share this podcast, people listen to it. That gives me a chance to demonstrate my expertise ahead of time. And I'm not pitching them. I'm not selling them. Hire me. Click here. Buy now. Sign up. I'm simply sharing value ahead of time. And through all of this, the awareness, the head-turning content, listening and asking for and listening to their feedback and engagement, building that familiarity until we become a part of the same tribe, demonstrating my knowledge and expertise ahead of time, out of that comes trust. When they are ready to hire a business coach or when they are ready to hire somebody to set up and execute their successful online presence, good chance if my information has been valuable to them, I will come to mind and potentially they'll interview with me and we'll decide whether or not it's a good fit to work together. So one of the things that I recommend as you're sharing this value ahead of time is that you lead your tribe members or your ideal prospects through your process. So, you know, you might start out with, well, how would a newbie interact with my process or this information? If somebody didn't know anything about who I am or what I do, 
How would I introduce this information to somebody that's completely new to me and my content? Or you might talk about developing skills. So maybe they're not completely new to whatever it is, that your, your product or your service, or like me, it's building your online presence into a money-making asset. So let's say, well, you know, they have had their own business and they've been doing it for a while, but they want to level up on their skills. So that would be a direction that I could take in deciding what my content's going to be. How to level up on their skills for providing value ahead of time or for engaging their social media, how to connect on LinkedIn. It's all skill building. And then do you connect with the veteran on your topic? Somebody who is a seasoned veteran um, on your topic, whether it's your product or your service, how are you going to engage with them into maybe innovative thinking? That's how you would maybe connect with somebody who's a veteran on the topic. And you might not want to connect with all three levels. Let's say that you only want to connect with newbies. You're not going to be offended if somebody who's got some skills or who is a veteran on the topic doesn't want to connect with you because your information is aimed at the beginners because that's who your market is. So for example, I had somebody reach out to me on LinkedIn this last week and he uh, recommended that we get on the phone and we do a, a quick phone call. Well, his business is connecting with businesses that are making seven figures. So they're already in that million dollar mark. And there's some um, specific challenges that businesses that are at that million dollar mark, they have, um, you know, management and delegation and different growth um, issues that come up. That was his ideal market. And I am marketing to the business that is typically under a million dollars. I want to get them up to a million dollars. And so our markets were very different. And he said, well, you know, I don't really see a way we can work together because we're kind of, you know, we're on different ends of the spectrum. And I, I wasn't offended that, that he didn't see there was an opportunity to work together. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right, you know. Um, I, but I do have people coming in and out of my sphere of influence that I thought might be beneficial to him. So I kind of pointed him in the right direction for people that I thought would be a great sphere of influence for him for the kind of client he was looking for. And he gave me a couple of ideas. And then um, a couple days later, I met with somebody who was a complete newbie. And what I discovered with him is that while my information would be highly valuable to him, he wasn't ready. His mindset, so this was the B side of his equation, his mindset wasn't ready to trade dollars for the value that I was giving and he was going to try to do it on his own. That's great. He's somebody that I want in my tribe, that I want listening to this message because as his um, perspective begins to grow and then maybe even his business begins to grow, I believe him or someone like him will say, you know what, I think I want to hire Melody and her team, or I at the very least would like to hire her as my business coach so that me and my team can execute some of these strategies. So that's what happens 
when you offer value ahead of time. I've been reaching out on LinkedIn and sharing some of my content or sharing some of my colleagues' content. So I partner with Vengresso and they have some outstanding content on how to uh, create a social selling environment, whether it's uh, one-to-one or your entire sales team or your entire company, how to use LinkedIn as the platform to connect with your ideal buyers. And I partner with Vengresso and I share some of their information. So it's not just my content, I'm sharing their value. They have blog posts and podcasts. One of their my favorite podcasts to listen to is Social Selling. I could just, you know, if I go to, uh, from Salem to Portland, it's at least an hour drive. I just turn on, uh, Mario and social selling and I just listen all the way there and all the way back. And I love it. So I share that on my LinkedIn profile in my feed. And that's where a lot of this, you know, where people are reaching back out to me and saying, let's get on the phone. Let's talk. So I can share somebody else's valuable content and it helps me to look good. So that's another thing. I actually didn't put that on my list, but that's a great thing to do. If you can find other businesses that kind of fit your universe. So for example, real estate, if you're a realtor, you might find a roofer or a home improvement specialist that regularly shares content ahead of time, share their content. If you're talking about the value of your home and how much improvement you want to do to it before you list it, you might want to share what um, somebody in the home improvement industry has to say about that or what somebody has to say about a warranty on your roof. And they're providing content, not a quote, not a sales pitch, but valuable content. You can share that because your tribe, the buyers and sellers of a home, is going to be interested in what kind of investment they need to make maybe in the remodel or the re-roof or that type of thing for their home. So you want to share content, not just your own, but other valuable content that supports you and what you do. Um, So, and there's, that brings me actually to another point. So you can share other aspects of your business. Here again, another example. There's a realtor. She's a a referral partner that I work with here locally in, in Salem, Oregon. And whenever she gets up to do her, 55 second commercial that we have in BNI. She says, there's five aspects to my business. Those moving to and from Salem, those moving up and down in value. And I might have them out of order. Sorry, Savannah. Um, uh, real estate investors, first time home buyers, and seniors in transition. And she could do uh, her social media posts or her blog posts, or she was going to do even a Um, a podcast on each of those aspects. And she probably could go deep in each one of those. I mean, there's tons of things you could talk about in to people that are moving to and from Salem or people that are moving up and down in value, what they need to know about that or first time home buyers. She could build an entire um, social media campaign or podcast around those five aspects. And that would give her plenty of ongoing content. Another aspect for developing your content would be milestones. So milestones, let's say, um, for building a business, somebody who just starts a business after one year in business, after your first 100,000, after your first 1 million, those, each of those stages are going to have different 
needs and different um, requirements, different uh, interests at each of those milestones. Um, one of the ways I became aware of this is, again, in my BNI, uh, there is a an estate planning attorney, and he talked about each one of his 55-second commercials was on a different milestone in somebody's life. And I don't remember exactly like where he started, but I'll just kind of start with what comes to mind. I think he talked about, you know, uh, you know, uh, this individual, her name is Sally and she is 18. She's an adult now and her parents can't sign for things. And she, you know, she is responsible for herself now, but she needs to set up power of attorney. What happens if she's in a car accident and she can't, either speak or sign or do, you know, do things on her own behalf. Who is going to do that for her? Her parents legally cannot do that for her anymore. So she needs to set up a power of attorney. Um, and then, you know, he talked about what she needed to put in place when she gets married. You know, she needs to take her significant other into account and their estate planning together. What, how are their, um, you know what? What's their um, their their health uh, issues? Uh, their assets, uh, various things like that. How are all those things going to be handled? You know, who are they going to distribute things to, etc. If you know, if one of them dies, and then the next level, we'll say she gets divorced, and then she, and then she needs to take her significant other off of all of her her will and her power of attorney and her medical. All of that, she needs to make all these changes. She needs to see an attorney if she wants it done right. And then uh, what happens if she um, she gets remarried? And then what happens if she's uh, she's got adult children and, you know, what what to do then? So you can see that's a whole series of life milestones and what the needs are for estate planning. He did that as 55-second commercials, but he could expand on that and do social media posts. He could do a podcast. He could do a blog post. All of that would help to provide value ahead of time, draw in the tribe at each of those milestones, because chances are they're already looking and they're looking for the who has this information, who can answer my questions, who can I trust, and if they come across his and his partner's information, that sets him miles ahead of his competition who isn't sharing this kind of content along the lines of developing trust for them to reach out and hire this firm to help them with their estate planning. And you could even make a share a list of what not to do. That was another very clever thing that this estate planning attorney did. He was sharing, you know, if you see your friends trying to do their own estate planning and they do X, Y, and Z, here's what the pitfalls of that can be. So tell them, don't do that. Go see, you know, this attorney firm, you know, we, of course, refer them by name. That's the kind of value you could provide ahead of time. And if you have any questions about that, um, that is one of the things that I can coach with you on is developing your message, your market, your message, how and where you're connecting and lay all of it out for you, with you, so that you can either execute it yourself or you can hire me and my team to execute it for you. 
Um, so here's a few of my favorite examples of people that have done this really well. So two of my favorites, uh, one is my all-time favorite, is Brooke Castillo. I became one of her paying customers, a self-coaching scholar, and I hope to be at her coach training event, not event, um, um, her, her newest class that enrolls in March of 2020. Yeah, 2020. Um, she, I started listening to her podcast about, I don't know, it's probably been about a year ago now. And I listened for maybe six months. And then finally, I became a self-coaching scholar. And it's one of the most important investments that I make every single month. And that started by her, by me listening to the value that she shared ahead of time, which was her weekly podcast. Every Thursday, I actually get up in the morning on Thursday to go to the gym. And the first thing I do is I, I load her podcast into my phone and I'm ready to listen to it when I'm working out, working out at six o'clock in the morning. Um, another one, and I don't listen to him as much anymore, but I've bought purchased several of his books and that's Tim Ferriss. I mean, anybody who knows anything about podcasts probably has heard Tim Ferriss. Um, he sold a ton of books and I don't know, he makes, I, I think a fair amount of money with the advertisers on his podcast. And he's done a lot of other, uh, things as a result of his podcast. Um, and he, he's a venture capitalist. He invests in other businesses and he's a thought leader. He's the author of The 4-Hour Workweek, um, uh, Tools of Titans, whole list. You'll have to go check him out if you haven't heard. And if you haven't heard about him, I wonder what rock that you've lived under for the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years, however long he's been out. But it's a good example that he built his business, his reputation, his influence on simply sharing value ahead of time. Locally here in Salem, Oregon, couple of people that I'm really impressed with. One is Lucy Escobar. She is a John Maxwell leadership coach. And the very unique thing about her is that she is a Spanish speaking person. So not so unique that she speaks Spanish, but that having that skill, she has reached out to the Latino market in our community. And she has a Facebook group, a private Facebook group and a podcast for Latino business owners. And she, the, the Facebook group is totally free, but the group has grown exponentially. And then she will announce a paid workshop. And I think the first time she, the room that she was going to use only had room for 14 people. And she booked the 14 seats and had a waiting list. So she had to book another workshop. And I think she's done that more than once. And that, that is so unique because there's not a lot of content, at least here in the United States or in this area up here in Oregon, where there is significant content for Latino business owners. And she has filled that vacuum. She's filled that need so excellent, excellently. And she does that by sharing value ahead of time. She's got a podcast. She's got a Facebook group. She does workshops. The workshops is when she, she makes her offer. They pay her to come to the workshop. But it's from the people that she's shown value to ahead of time. They know her. They like her. They trust her. They take her up on her offers and they spend money with her. And then another one is Marcano Roofing. 
Uh, Kevin Marcano is a, a an expert on roofing ventilation. And you can have a 40-year roof put on your house that needs to be replaced in five years. Like, what? Are you kidding me? Well, if the ventilation isn't done properly, you can have mold uh, grow growing on the... Um, underneath your your roof shingles he says it better than I do because I'm not a roofer I don't know anything about it but if you're going to make a 20 30 40 thousand dollar investment to roof your house because you're expecting it to have a life of you know 25 30 40 years but it doesn't last that long it could be the ventilation and he's certified he's a trainer he works with other he works with some of his competitors in providing that expertise to expertise to them and their team and what he, one of the things that he does is he does um facebook videos and youtube videos and he will do a video for every homeowner when he goes up and does an inspection on their roof so he can visually show them here's what it looks like he'll go up into their attic or the crawl space of their their home and he'll say this is what it looks like underneath your roof. And this is why you're having problems. And this is why you need it replaced. And so the information that he provides to individual homeowners and to the public at large, if they're thinking about buying or selling their home or trying to make the investment of their home last longer, they need to be, be thinking about the value and the, and the, the, um, um, the word escapes me, but they need to be thinking about their roof and how well it is um, functioning. Is the, is the ventilation proper? Is it really going to last 40 years? How can we extend the value of this investment? Um, so those are two people here locally in Salem, Oregon, that I'm aware of that do this showing value ahead of time. So, and I'm, you know, this is again what I'm doing here with this podcast. So every week, tune in, and I will be taking you through. Um, at least right now, we're going through the business growth equation as simple as solve for x, a plus b equals x. If x is your first year in business, or your first hundred thousand dollars, or your first one million dollars, you can do it by managing the b side. This is what's happening in your mind. Stepping out of your comfort zone and not let your thinking, the anxiety and your fear, and is this going to be a value? Is anybody going to listen or read or watch? And just get out there and show value. If you can manage that, and then you've done a really good job of identifying your ideal market or markets. So you might have more than one category that you're marketing to, but you don't want to generalize it between multiple categories. You want to market to a single category. You want to, So like I mentioned, um, the realtor, she has to and from Salem uh, up and down in value. Um, first-time home buyers, investors, and seniors in transition. If she was going to put together a marketing message, instead of doing all five at the same time, she could put together a marketing message just for investors. It doesn't mean that's the only message she's going to put out there, but when she's doing it to investors, their need for her knowledge is going to be a little bit different than the senior in transition. Okay, she might bring those two markets together, but she's going to need to market to each category individually at different times. Um, 
And so then you're offering value ahead of time. And it's in this process of offering value ahead of time when people hear it and they say, yes, that's exactly what I need to do. So if you're an attorney and you're saying, I need to um, have a regular social media posting so that I have a meaningful social media presence. I need to know what to do and how to get started. I could make an offer and say, let me do it for you. Or let me help you uh, create the roadmap, the strategy, and then you can have someone in your office do it. Or you could just turn it over and me and my team can do it. But it is in the process of me talking about this value ahead of time that makes you even aware that this could be done and that maybe this would help you build an online presence so that while you're on vacation, while you're sleeping, people can come across your blog post or your social media or your podcast and it will it will intersect them at a moment of need and they'll say, oh wow, I should hire this person because that's exactly the question that I had that he or she answered. That's exactly what I've been wanting. That's what I desire and they've got it. I should get it from them. And if you've prepared all of this ahead of time, when you make the offer, buy from me, work with me, hire me, they are going to be able to make the decision from their own inner need or desire. That makes sense? I'd love to hear your feedback on this. If you're listening to this um, podcast and you have questions or comments, if this resonates with you and you're saying, yes, this is what I need to be doing, I'd love to hear your feedback. So please leave me a review. I am on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please share your comments. Uh, you might have even seen me share my um, podcast on Facebook or LinkedIn. Please leave your comments there. I would appreciate your feedback because it's going to help me refine my message and my material so that it resonates with my audience better. So I want to thank you very much. This is Melody Campbell. I am the small business guru. You have been listening to the Get More Business Show. I'm your host, Melody Campbell. The Get More Business Show is brought to you by thesmallbusinessguru.com a full-service digital marketing agency. Weekly episodes with show notes can be found at thesmallbusinessguru.com forward slash podcast. I hope you join me again next week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.